This episode contains mentions of suicide and depression. Please don't listen if that is triggering for you. <clears throat> Welcome to Other Ramblings Podcast. I'm your host, Zoro Ozori, whichever you prefer. Today's episode is about depression. A super exciting topic. <laughs> I'm going to be talking about depression like broadly as well as my experiences with it and you know just kind of everything depression the reason i wanted to talk about it depression is because recently um i've been i've been doing okay um without getting too into my personal stuff i started a new medication recently um and i'm doing okay but i find myself being tempted to slip back into depression because i i know that I know what depression feels like and it's a constant and that kind of like consistency of like feeling like shit even though it's feeling like shit it feels good to know that it'll always be the same because I'm like I don't like the feeling of not knowing how I'm going to feel and when I'm depressed I know that I'm always going to feel like shit and there's something so comforting about that so it's really hard it's hard to not want to be depressed when you're in a middle ground where I am right now where like the little odometer of emotions could go either way like I'm right in the middle and I'm kind of teetering towards depression where I'm like I wish I was teetering towards happy but I'm I'm teetering towards depression and it's ah, I'm in such a spot where it's like oh I just want to give in I just want to give in and just like sit in my bed and do nothing all day and just be depressed and just like not eat and just not take care of myself I just I want to be depressed even though I know like deep down that one that's not good for me and two that's not growth and my goal right now and always is growth and that's just going to be a waste of time and it's an excuse it's just an excuse because I don't want to have to keep on putting myself out there and keep on putting in effort to things that don't necessarily turn out the way that I want them to. I'm turning on my fan because it's fucking hot in my room. (laughs) So sorry if you hear the fan. Um, But I feel like what people who don't get depressed don't understand is how comforting depression can be and how easy it is to stay depressed because it's so much work to stop being depressed and when you're just content just in your little bubble of depression it's so easy to just stay there and not want to get out because it's like I hate everything nothing has purpose I'm worthless why would I put in any effort into myself to get better there's like it doesn't make any sense And I feel like it's so hard to explain to people who have never been depressed or don't have depression. It's it's hard to kind of express that the comfort of depression to people, how difficult it is to not want to be depressed. Like, constantly I'll have like, like whenever I've had suicide attempts in my past and when I've, the, the time that I told my mom that I had attempted, um, she was like, hold on for me. Like, d- like it's okay. Like, life gets better, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, that's just not, <laughs> that's not what I need to hear right now. I was like, what I need to hear right now is just not that. Honestly, I don't know what I needed to hear right now, but it wasn't 
hold on for me. Like, no, no, bitch. We don't even get along very well. Why would I want to hold on for your sake? If anything, you're the reason I'm feeling suicidal. <laughs> um, but obviously, like, depression and suicide, I hate... I I think uh, I've kind of... I'm, this might turn into a bit of a suicide episode, so I'm going to put a trigger warning in the description and in the beginning of this episode. just went back and made a little forewarning in the beginning of the episode, so um, I'm back. But there was no leaving for you because of editing. Yay! Um, <laughs> but basically, um, I handle all of my issues very independently because just because of the way I am and the way that I was raised... Um, I was raised in a situation where I didn't feel like I had anyone to go to, so growing up I learned that I needed to handle my issues independently and without help from others, um, and that's kind of what my depression stems from, um, because I like to isolate myself when I'm not doing well, um, and unless people reach out to me, I'm just going to continue to isolate myself until I get worse and worse and worse and worse, and then I start getting suicidal. And this has happened several times throughout my life. Obviously, I'm better now. I wouldn't be talking about it if I wasn't better now. I'm on medication. Um, I have a psychiatrist, thank goodness. Um, I have a therapist. Um, I've done a lot of mental work and stuff. I have a support system. I'm a lot better now, but at times in my life where I was completely, I at least felt completely alone, I wasn't, but I truly felt like I was, um, it was probably second semester of my first year of university, I talked in a previous episode about how I had struggled really, really, really hard with making friends and just kind of fitting in and just kind of finding my community, and it was especially difficult because I moved across the ocean to a place where I didn't know anybody for, you know, thousands and thousands of miles. And so I was truly alone. Um, and my friends from back home had kind of forgotten about me. They hadn't been checking on me any, not that it's their responsibility to check on me, but they hadn't texted me in a while. I had been texting them and they hadn't been responding. They had been way too busy. And I felt like they didn't care about me anymore and so I started to kind of get into that mental state where I was like oh nobody cares about me and I was like okay so that doesn't really matter then if I if I died then it wouldn't matter which isn't true um but I think the mental state that I usually get into that makes me suicidal is the I don't want to be feeling this way anymore the only way to stop feeling this way is to kill myself which I feel like isn't talked about enough because a lot of times people think it's just like 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 when people feel suicidal people who have never felt suicidal think that it's due to like people thinking they're alone and so they'll always say oh well you're not alone and it, it, it's not for me at least it's not that for me it's completely internal whereas some people their experiences with suicide and the way that they feel suicidal has to do with their external surroundings and it's a lot, I feel like it's a bit harder to help somebody who is dealing with internal things that are influencing their suicidal thoughts and such, because you can't go into their brain for them and kind of replace the pieces that are missing, you know? But my friends and family certainly tried their best <laughs> to help me. Some people tried harder than others, and some people helped more than others you know it's just that's just the way that it is but in that situation isolating myself certainly didn't help but the comfort of being depressed and going 
Oh, tomorrow? I have nothing going on? Oh, I'll just lay in my bed all day, and I have no responsibility to do anything else. And so doing that for days on end is just what contributed to my depression. If I had gotten out of bed and gone and seen one of my friends who would have loved to have seen me because I was ghosting them at this point, if I had just gone and seen them, it would have helped so much. But because I convinced myself that the outside world is scary and that if I go outside, it's just going to make everything worse, I'm going to like have an awkward conversation and that's just going to make me devastated. Like I had just come up with all these horrific scenarios that could have possibly happened if I left the house. That also plays into the fact that I have social anxiety, so maybe your experiences are different, but obviously we're talking about my experiences, so it's okay if it's different. Um, but I basically just... <laughs> I have an example. If you've ever seen Tangled, you know when Mother Gothel is explaining to Rapunzel why the outside world is so horrible, and it's like, men with pointy teeth that kind of thing that's basically what's going on in my brain 24 7 anytime i have to leave the house <laughs> obviously not to that cartoonish effect but um in my brain it feels very real um like i'm like well what if i go outside and i get run over by a car because somebody doesn't stop blah 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 blah. what if i forget to look when i'm crossing the street and that car runs into me what if i get on the bus and the bus tips over and i die like there's just infinite possibilities in my brain all the time 24 7 of what could possibly go wrong and so that contributes to why i like to isolate myself i also like to isolate myself because talking to people is a lot of effort and sometimes i just don't have a lot of effort or i don't have i don't have the energy to put in enough effort to communicate with somebody even just texting somebody back seems like way too much energy um and i just i, I prefer to isolate myself both socially digitally and physically and obviously all of these aspects contribute to both my feelings of suicide and depression um, the depression kind of starts when I start isolating myself and I can kind of recognize it. Usually I can tell when a depressive episode is coming on because I get a bit manic, um, where I'll like do a bunch of shit. Like I, uh, one of the examples of things is I wrote and published an entire, entire poetry collection in one night. I wrote it from beginning to end and published it in one night and then I did a photo shoot and then I did my makeup and then I did a little fashion show and then I sobbed for two and a half hours. <laughs> That's how I can tell that a depressive episode is coming on because I get really really creative and I like really really need um external validation from people so I'll usually be posting on Instagram or something and then I will just crash basically and I will just end up sitting in the dark in my room crying. Um because I don't like the way that I feel whatever for whatever reason it's always a different reason um but I think an important part especially if you struggle with depression if you just struggle with anything mentally is recognizing the signs of when an episode is coming on or when you're experiencing some kind of mental moment as I like to call them um because that can really help pull you out of it before it gets worse like when I start to have like my mini manic episodes I know okay something is coming I need to prepare myself so I'll usually put on like one of my favorite comfort movies I'll turn on my lights be like my little Christmas lights that I have in my room because I find them really comforting um 
I'll get all cozy up in bed and I'll probably be hugging like one of my favorite stuffed animals and I'll just like make sure that I'm as cozy as possible and I feel safe and I like basically I just make sure the vibes are good and comfortable and that I feel safe internally so that when the moment of depression hits I'm prepared for it sometimes I'll ask to to have a friend come over sometimes I'll just ask to FaceTime them if them coming over is too much for me and we'll just watch a movie together or I'll just ask them if they want to play Minecraft and then we'll do like the voice chat that has helped me a lot because I don't like the face-to-face stuff sometimes when I'm like that because I don't know if I'm gonna freak out the last time I almost had a suicide attempt um I FaceTimed or not FaceTimed I did like the discord voice chat with one of my friends played Minecraft and it literally brought me completely out of it and I was totally fine it was like truly (laughs) Minecraft is a godsend. Thank you, Minecraft. Thank you, Discord. This is sponsored by them. No, it's not. But for real, like <laughs> that that has brought me back so many times. Um, but the hard thing is when you're trying to explain why you feel suicidal to people, especially when you don't really understand it, because it's not like because of a reason. That's the thing with mental health is a lot of like the negatives of mental health. It's not something you can explain. Like when I'm having a panic attack, I can't go oh, I'm having a panic attack because of this. That's, uh, I'm just having a panic attack. My brain just decided to go into panic mode for no apparent reason. And so it's not like I can, like, like, I'll be having a panic attack. My friend will be like, is there anything I can do? And I'm like, unfortunately, no, I wish there was, but there's nothing you can do because my brain just needs to ride it out because it decided to panic and now it needs to decide to calm down and I have no control over it. And it's the same with, like, being depressed and like suicide and all that because it's like my brain just decided to be depressed and I'm just going to keep on spiraling and spiraling and spiraling until I hit rock bottom and then something happens and then I have to make a decision to get better or to get worse and usually I decide to get better sometimes I decide to get worse and in both situations I end up coming out of it alive (laughs) at least so far hopefully it stays that way um but no I still have moments all the time like constantly and when I say constantly, I mean like at like like once a day where I go like oh I don't I like I'll have a, I'll just have a thought and I'll go oh, God I don't want to be living anymore and then I go no 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 that's not true you don't want to be alive right now in this moment because it's inconvenient because it's making you upset but this moment is temporary and it will be over and you will be fine and you will have another good moment that will make life worth living you just have to live through this moment to get to th- through the good. You just have to live through this moment to get to the good. That's literally it. And I have to tell myself that all the time because I'll like, I'll be at work and I'll be working like, ooh, there, when I, my very first job, I worked at Kohl's, um, and I worked a seasonal role and I would work 12 hour days on top of an an insane school schedule that I won't even get into, but I was at school from 5 a.m. until 6 p.m. and then I'd go to work until midnight and then on weekends I'd work 12 hour shifts and then on holidays I would be working like I would miss holidays because I'd be working and my whole family would leave town to go visit family while I would be stuck alone in the house by myself because I had to work it was fucking insane I the fact that anyone is expected to be able to stand that is just ridiculous but I'd be working that fucking much and every single day I'd be sitting there at my little cash register just going what the fuck is the point of all this why am I if this is what life is I don't want it I'd so much rather be fucking dead I was like 
I swear to God, and every single time I would be driving home from work at two in the morning, I'd be like, if I just crash this car, it'll all be over. If I just crash this car, it'll all be over. It'll all be over. It'll all be over. And I would just keep saying that the entire way home. And I would just hope to God that somebody would run into me so it wouldn't be my fault. And the only thing that stopped me, (laughs) which is kind of ridiculous, is the fact that my parents would have to pay for the car and I didn't want them to have to deal with that. Um... Like, if I had crashed the car, they would have to pay for a new one, and I just, I couldn't do that to them, because at the point, I didn't have a car. But, like, it was moments like that where I ha- I felt like I had no one, and I just, I couldn't find any value in life, because I was like, this is not what I want. I don't want to be doing this. I'm literally living, I'm just, I'm working to live instead of living to work. It was just, it was just, it was, it was awful. And it's moments like that where I'm like, what, like, I need to find a purpose. And I'm kind of going through a similar situation now, definitely less, less awful by, by just leaps and bounds. But like, I'm working a job where I I have absolutely zero passion for it. Um, I'd so much rather be doing anything else with my time and I'll just find myself just standing there at the register, just for hours, just waiting and waiting. And I'm like, is this truly what life is, what life is? And at least what I keep telling myself now is I keep telling myself in a couple months, a little less than a month actually, I'll be back in Manchester, I'll be back where I'm happy with my friends, with the people who love and support me and whom I love and support, and I'll be in a place where I'll be so much happier and I'll have a job that I actually enjoy. I'm going to be in a better place. And even in situations where I don't know if I'm going to be in a better place. Like when I was working at Kohl's and I was a junior in high school and I was like, God fucking damn it. I have a whole nother year of this shit. I just kept on telling myself I will get out eventually because I was, I was going to get out eventually. I was going to go to college in a year. So I was like, I just need to get through this so I can get the fuck out. And that's what I tell every one of my friends that's still in high school who is hating it in high school. I say, just get through this. Just get through this year. Just get through these two years. All you have to do is get through it so you can get out. And then once you get out, you're free. You don't have to worry about anything and you're in control of your life and you get to decide what you want to do. I'm like, just get through it. That's honestly my best advice I have for people with depression is to just get through it because it's something, it's it's truly a wave and you just need to ride it out, at least in my experience. It's not something that you can just stop because it's just going to keep on happening, unfortunately. But the best thing you can do is to ride it out and to learn how to ride it out and to learn how to cope or at least avoid it if you know that it's coming by kind of getting a little comfort zone and getting yourself into it before the depression really hits. Um, I think I may do a second part to this eventually later in time, depending on the response from people. Um, So let me know if you liked this episode, Um, if it meant something to you, I don't know, or if you learned something. Um, but yeah, I think that's all for today. Um, I hope you all have a great rest of your day or night. I'm recording at nighttime. It's 923. I actually need to go to a friend's house because it's Clara's birthday. Happy birthday, Clara. Uh, she's probably not listening. Um, but but that doesn't matter. Um, uh, yeah. So, uh, I love you. Bye. Listen to you next time.